Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to In Grove or Green, the Changing the Lost Chronicle that we're running here on Final Show Films. Sometimes I wonder if I say that too fast and you actually can't understand what I'm saying. Anyway, That's joining me... Is for. It, I'll enunciate your ass. I mean, if you're willing, you have to fly down here, though. Uh, okay, fair enough. We'll, we'll pencil it in somewhere. Joining me tonight is Holly. Uh, hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Lark. She's a beast wing. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing, I almost said Lark. <laughs> I'm playing Faye, <laughs> the Ogre Crystal Grinder. And Mara, now that she's recovered from that previous exchange. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Liss, the Wizened Oracle. And John. I'm John. I'm playing uh, Akujin, the o uh, Ogre Metal Flesh Blood Brute, who says Black Lives Matter and trans rights are human right. Fuck yeah. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing uh, Megan Lansing uh, of Ferris Draconic. But are you a practicing Wiccan? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I am. Megan Fuck is yeah. or you? Both. <laughs> I am. And last time we were in Baltimore, the Motley Unlikely delved into the hedge once again, this time in search of information regarding the last squire of the Broken Bow seen in the city. Finding yet another letter between changelings of years past, this time hidden in a secret panel of Walter Gray's footlocker, the band followed the clues and traveled to the Rawlings Conservatory and opened a gate to begin exploring the eponymous hedge trod. What they discovered was both perplexing and un unnerving, a bubble of trapped cyclical time surrounding a massive conflagration that apparently consumed at least one other changeling sometime in the past, as well as a true fae to all appearances. However, no solid connection was yet drawn between this past event and the current winter war, and the approach of Akujin's demon forced the unlikely to withdraw before more investigation could be attempted. By way of recovery, the Motley stopped at a local bar for food, drink, and glamour. In his drunken stupor, Akujin made a dream contact with an echo of Walter Gray, learning more about how to become an actual squire himself. And afterward, everyone retired to s for sleep, and Lark encountered what seemed to be Adele's ghost in the mansion she had inherited from her. Creepy. But we return to the changelings on the following morning, as Liz awakens to butterflies' breath in her ear and a voice emanating from one of her nearby radios. 
Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the chosen rises upon thee. Be not afraid, nor be dismayed, for what power hath death in torment, but to lay the chosen bare and naked in horror and suffering? Yet even in pain cometh knowledge of the self and of the enemy, and to feel pain is to know life, and to know life is to embrace pain. And in such suffering is found grace, for it may be that in the suffering one feels, one also shields others from its like. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of doom, we keep our eyes open unto the hills, for there awaits redemption from the thorns we stand upon. And it's morning. Everybody gets a willpower back. Yay. Excellent. What's everybody up to? Um, I shoot a text off to the rest of the Motley. So I'm gonna need some help. So everybody gets that at some point. <laughs> I and Fage will reply back. Gonna need some details. Uh, in person better. All right. I'm going to the gym. Okay. okay. How do you know gym? <laughs> the gym. Yeah, there's only one in Baltimore. How do you know him? Oh. Uh, no, <laughs> well, just kidding. Carry that on. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> He's got a name. So you head to the gym. Yeah. It's fairly empty. This time of morning. Um, are you looking Makes to do sense. anything there other no, than your I'm normal just, routine? Just normal routine. Spend, okay. a few, spend a few hours training, workout, etc. There are, of course, televisions, um, yep. local news flashes across at some point. Um, apparently, the running story on the violent rash of muggings that's uh, sweeping across the city. Um Cops are at a loss. Uh, number of victims has escalated. No apparent tie to any known organization or criminal uh, outfit. Or would um, they? And yeah, it's just people getting mugged and mutilated all up and down these streets. So they have put together that everyone is missing a body part from these muggings. Okay. How bizarre. Yeah. They uh, they have they have not uh, they have they have not particularly tied it together. Although there are there are theories of serial killers, but victims do tend to survive frequently. So they're not really calling it, you know, a. They're like if these were actual bodies dropping, they would assume some level of spree killer, but. Most victims do survive. Not all of them, but some of them. <laughs> Minus a finger or two. Fingers, facial features. Uh, one person, ha a couple people have lost entire hands or feet. Um, yeah. Cool. But ba uh, base count of, of, of reported uh, puts it at about 30 victims at this point, which even for Baltimore in World of Darkness is not insignificant. Got it. 
So where are the members of the Motley proper going to assemble? I assume that Phage is probably going to, well, first, have a decent breakfast with Paige. Uh-huh. Sure. And then we'll probably organize everybody as we should probably meet at the usual place. So we will head to the... Uh, we call it the crack house. I'm trying to think of the different name that we actually have for it that we never use. Nope. Is there one? That's it. I was going to say, people just house. call it the crack house. Yeah. Well, yeah. Literally I have just another the name. House. It has a different name. People have tried to say, can we stop calling it the crack house more than once? And nobody yeah, has but, ever but given no... a remote response because it was always Adele. <laughs> 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 and, nobody's, and nobody's come up with an actual alternate um, name the for hollow it. So. has been put forward before. Yeah, but the hollow and the crack house are two very different locations. Yeah. Yep. The hollow is in the crack. The crack house is not. That's one. Um, uh, uh, in response to like, let's meet up at the at the crack house. Uh, like, just a, a list of alternate names get sent uh, from Akushin's phone, and it's just like uh, the bullet-ridden shit house, uh, the half-standing building, the half-collapsed building. And just underneath that, it's like, I mean, if you want to stop calling it a crack house, I've got options. Under that, Lark's response, KCU at the crack house. (laughs) Delightful. The cracked house. (laughs) Which, for anybody arriving, um, the crack house is actually currently in very good repair. There is no evidence of bullet holes from the outside. Uh, The roof has been fully patched and is now weatherproofed. Um, and yeah, seems to be, as far as the exterior of the building goes, in very good repair. And I have a question on that. Is uh, that been other people doing this? Have have other people... Well, it certainly hasn't been you doing it. <laughs> mm, I don't like it. I'm taking some of them apart and putting them back. The same way. Just... It's the house. How are you taking some of the house apart? Like patches of things on the house. It's just mm. It's it's not really patched. It's just whole. You can't yeah, it's not List All knocks right. down the drywall. You can gizmo up the the, the, the Give me the give me a maybe? I don't know. Give, um, give me an intelligence and I'll say empathy role, Liz. Also, in sure. response to Lark sure. saying see you at the crack house, remembering that Lark can't drive, or at least as far as Akujin is aware, Lark can't drive. So the text comes back She's Do you need a better. ride? <laughs> uh Liz, you are aware of someone who has basically been living here and could probably shed a little light on that. Okay. I, I go over to Butterfly and ask, who, what, did you fix all this? Fix the, what? The roof and the... Was it broken? I was... Yeah, and the that sink was has been dripping for ages. Oh, that was the leaf people. The leaf people. Oh dear. Smoke and leaf people. The what? What did what did she say? Smoke and leaf people. Hmm. Oh. Okay. When you were gone yesterday. Hmm. Ah. 
Okay. Smoke leaf candle wax. Mm. Teapot. No. No? Okay. Coffee. Mm. Coffee. <laughs> huh. I just, want coffee. As, and she walks down to the kitchen. Mm. As Liz just starts to freely associate with this list of not freely associatable words. No! It's not freely associated. She's making associations. All right. <sighs> you can give me another intelligence and empathy minus two if you're trying to figure out or... Sure, sure, sure. Determine what... One? Thematically, you think that is Butterfly's way of saying Autumn Court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured. That's why I said teapot, because we had tea at our thing, but she wouldn't know that, so I feel better-ish. I'm not uh -huh. okay with this, but I'll be fine. I go downstairs... <laughs> She's making coffee. So. By which I mean she has put a pot, like a saucepan of boiling mm -hmm. water on the stove and dumped several scoops of whole beans into it. I, Mara, do not know how to make coffee. So I'm going to say something now that may upset people. <laughs> that sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, making coffee is very simple. You put the cup into the thing, you push the thing down, you push the button, you push the other button, you make sure a mug's down there, yeah, and then you wait till the curing is done. That's, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah, that, that, that is definitely a way to make coffee, but you don't just put the beans in water. <laughs> no. No, you do not. Do, is there, there's, you, there's that like makes a bean water. I think. Dirty bean water. Dirty bean water. Coffee is not developed through osmosis. Ah. Co coffee is not made like tea. Okay, that makes more sense. Thank you. A coffee there, acts as a filter and changes. There's the a machine, isn't there? Is there? Do we have a coffee machine in the crack house? Sure. Other people? Okay. I don't know. I feel like the answer is probably yes, knowing Adele has been there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nero would have made I sure I remember there was Barnaby one. replaced it when. Yeah. It oh was yeah, broken. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. The thing is, oh, yeah. the coffee machine will not turn the beans into things to make coffee with. So yeah, you need a grinder for that. I don't know why yeah, you guys. Do. I don't know why you guys have beans because Nero drank instant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because don't question how Butterfly you gets have, things. You, you have Adele beans because... There. I was going to say, because Adele spent time there, and even if Adele didn't, Barnaby replaced your coffee maker. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you make it. She's kind of just humming to herself and stirring the pot of... You're <laughs> making a bean soup. Now I'm thinking which kind of elemental is more likely to be a coffee junkie? Between lightning, Levin quick, like lightning, Levin fire, are, or water. Yeah, Le Levin quicks are probably lightning, the most. Fire, water, yeah. It's yeah. lightning, yeah. Lightnings are. Yep. <laughs> anyway, eventually the rest of the 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 motley descends upon the crack house. Jack, but yes, before Lark leaves, she's gonna uh -huh. give the house a uh, once over. Is there still like blood? Because she saw like bloody footprints last night. No, there is not. Okay. Mm. Okay. After checking that out, she will leave. Okay. 
sounds good. Yep. But yeah, no, there does not seem to be any physical evidence of, uh, yeah, the the event from the previous evening. I don't recall how that ended, or is that what we ended the session on? That's where we ended. What we ended the session on. That's what we ended the session on. But uh, it ended with Adele's ghost vanishing. Okay. And Lark apparently going to sleep. <laughs> At some point. Uh, yeah. Once we're all together. Uh, like walk in. What? What smells like bean water? Phage walking over to the kitchen. It's bean water. Oh, I guess that explains it. Butterfly made coffee. That's not coffee. <laughs> Apparently, if you boil whole coffee beans for about ten minutes or so, they get soft, and then you can eat them with a spoon. Yeah, this is this is That's coffee, which like is what is happening. This, this is, is co- like this is coffee really beans. Bad soup. idea. I want to try one. Like I just one bean have never had yeah, a coffee bean. bean. Maybe two if it's good. Start okay. out with one. Can you it's coffee? mushy and definitely tastes of coffee. It's not an entirely pleasant thing to eat, despite the fact that your girlfriend apparently thinks it's delicious. She has poured some creamer into the soup and okay. some instant uh like uh, canister whipped cream on top. Mm. Okay. I'll let her do that. That's, that's... She's doing her um, thing. Okay. Yep. This is a bean soup as opposed to coffee, which is a bean broth. <laughs> Are we doing an intervention? No. Okay. Unless that needs to happen. I say pointing over it. Butterfly. butterfly. She, sm- she smiles at you. She's got basically coffee grounds all through her teeth. Does anyone want, like, actual drinking coffee? Yes, please. Uh, Phage goes and starts grinding some coffee beans. Butterfly waves her hand. <laughs> All right. To, 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 yeah, add her vote to, yes, I would like some. Phage will actually grind some coffee beans and actually start a brew. Cool. So that's underway. Anyway. Uh, so. Not going to make you roll for it. It's fucking coffee. <laughs> she also has three dots of craft that are primarily for making food. Right. I think you can manage to make a fucking pot of coffee. One can hope. Backing that up. So, an echo of Walter Gray is now in my brain. <laughs> it's okay. empty in there? Just sort no. of echoes? No, not that kind of echo. Okay. Uh, when I passed out after our drinking contest, I said indicating towards Phage. Uh, <laughs> oh. I had a dream, and Walter Gray was there talking to me. I've that's... had weirder dreams. When I've had weirder dreams on the occasional days that I've actually gotten drunk. That's why I had you put the arrange the gear pieces in a sword pattern so we could have a better conversation. Oh, okay, it worked. Yeah, it did. So. I kind I mean I can't really confirm because it's an echo of him from before he went to the ambush, but I got the feeling from what the way he was talking that if he was still around we'd be able to find him. So he's probably trapped there or dead. He did tell me how to reestablish the squires of the broken blade though. Squires of the broken bow. Oh. Hmm. Oh. 
There are two methods. One of which won't work. By nature of me telling you that there are two methods at the very least. Either I need to soak my blade, indicating the large keyboard case, uh, in the blood of my unwitting ally, my unwitting friends, so they can't know I'm doing it. I don't think that's possible. Or in the blood of my greatest enemy. Immediately followed with, so you can't tell Megan anything. Megan isn't my closest friend. <laughs> I understand. It was a joke. You have a whole biker gang. <laughs> Just murder your biker gang. I'm not going to stab. I'm not going to walk up behind Diego and just shank him with a big fuck-off sword. Okay. If you stab enough okay friends, do they make up for... Do they make one <laughs> close friend? What's the exchange rate on, on friend blood? Hey, hey, I don't... Hey, I don't ambush people from behind like that. And B, I'm not going to do that to my friends. That's no, why it, it wasn't... You don't need to soak your blade in it. You just need enough for you need enough blood for the ceremony. Yeah, which that's was... why Anna can let the lightsaber in front of all the foundlings. <laughs> so, what was option B? Uh, the, I need the blood of my greatest enemy, which we've run away from a couple times. Is about to say, which is the thing that you can that you can see and we can't. Yeah. Does it have blood? I didn't. Did I? Did I manage to hit it once? I think I did. Yeah. It seemed like it got injured from that, didn't it? Got injured. You did don't remember there being actual blood, but you know, I hit if it, it bleeds. You can kill it. If you can if kill it, it you can maybe it, it bleeds. It bleeds. <laughs> I know I can damage it, which I am going to take to mean that it has something that would count as blood. To be fair, this kind of magic doesn't really care about specifics as much as intentions. One would hope, at least. Given that it, I mean, those are the, sort of the two sides of the coin for fey magic. Either it cares more about themes than the letter of the law, or it doesn't give a shit about themes as long as you follow the letter of the law. Yeah. One of the two, mostly. <laughs> but either way, having faced it at least once already, I know I won't be able to take it down by myself. So you need us and probably some summer backup. I feel like the more people involved, the more likely it is for us to shoot each other, considering I'm the only one that can see it. Probably like me and two others that can fight. Well, while I am a decent hand at this sort of thing, I would not exactly call myself an a excellent fighter on the level of Summer Court. Um, I would suggest Megan. Yeah, that seems like a fair assessment, and maybe someone from Summer. Uh, 
Do I, uh, uh, Jack? Can I think of anybody that's particularly focused on melee within the within the summer court? Because I feel like that's going to be easier to not accidentally kill each other. I mean, there's oh. one, but your mom oh, has a yeah. grudge with her. You can think of you can think of several. Can I think of one other than Gale in particular that I could call on? I mean, there's always War Dancer. Hmm. You, there's Knives. Someone who has knives lo- someone who's lower ranked than me. <laughs> um, lower ranked than you. Uh, yeah, there, there, there are a num a number of them. Um, I can think of a few options from Summer Court. Yeah, that'll work. If you if you need my help, it's yours. But I'm probably not your best option, considering the thing I fight best with is just my fists. I mean, fists are less likely to go off accidentally in my face. While true, I also think fists are less likely to penetrate whatever this thing is. Also fair. Yeah. Uh, look over at Lark. If you want to give Megan a call. Alright. See if she'd be interested. Don't you have her number? I look in my phone. Do I have Megan's number? <laughs> I don't know if I do. I... I believe it was passed to everybody. I think you do. Look at Yeah. Oh, shit, I do. Just like how Lark's the designated <laughs> Megan person. You are the Megan Whisperer. You're Megan's, you are Megan's friend. Am I? <laughs> I look at it and I have this and I have this look on my I, I, have, I have this look on my face like I don't remember how this number got in my phone. <laughs> you have had a couple pretty hazy previous nights though. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> like Particularly last Fair. night. So, you know, might have just been last night. <laughs> I mean, I can call her if you want me to. No, I can do I'm, it. I was just I'm, thinking that you did have her number. I'm fine with talking to people. It's just I didn't realize that I had her number. Well, you were pass out drunk last night. Could have forgotten the number of things. Uh-huh. That's also fair. Like my birthday. And I hit dial on Megan's number. <laughs> Do you remember your birthday? No, but I never have. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> couple so, Megan, rings. you're... Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. couple rings. I look <laughs> at it, tilt my head curiously, because I'm pretty sure I have no idea who this is, because I probably programmed it with something that would funny to me last night, and <laughs> right. that I don't know what it means. Today. Sure. Steel face sword man. <laughs> Now that that'd be two on the nose for me. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. You did, no, um, no, no. Yeah, you 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 titled it Edge. Edge. Eh. You either titled it Edge or Skull Candy. Yeah, no, Skull Candy. I there think makes more sense. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Megan. Oh, hey, hey. That. Okay, that explains a lot. What's up? Hi. Uh, I need a I need an assist from a able-bodied fighter. Do you mind fighting a invisible demon? Sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm down. Um, what invisible demon are we fighting? Me. 
You're gonna have to. I'll explain. I mean, I suppose you could vague that up a little bit, but not much. So, clear focus is better for me. Yeah, I can explain it better, not over the phone. Okay. Yeah. Um, is this a fight that is going to happen when I arrive, or no, no, well, or soon after I arrive? Time to prepare. Okay. Good. You know what to bring. So, all right. So, don't bring well i mean you know beyond myself weapons yeah if you want but i don't know we we still have to plan first so i mean i generally try to avoid bringing most weapons with me i i, I always carry I'm, I'm always armed but yeah not not demon you killing weapons we're not leaving straight from here to that so sweet uh where are you at uh the crack house. You're at a. But crack you know house? where that is. You know where oh, that right, is. Right, right, right. That's where that was there. <laughs> you attended a wake there. Yep, 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 yep. And everybody was calling it the crack house. Well enough. Okay. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're working on branding. I think. I think. Uh, like with a K instead of a C. And. <laughs> you know. You... Maybe painted orange on the outside. I mean, shit, Give guys. It a water feature. All... Call it what you want, but you could literally just call it like the the Monroe Street house. That's boring, though. I mean, yes, but it also doesn't get police looking at you weird when you say crack house in front of them. Is this, right. is this I forget that other I gotta go. There's a policeman that. looking at me weird. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Was that on speaker? No. <laughs> Darn. Uh, yeah, I'll make my way over, and then I will call uh, someone from. Who do I call from the summer court, Jack? Uh, so people that come to mind um, specifically for you. Uh, there's Sarah Bloodred, who's another um, blood brute uh, that you're familiar with. Uh, she's also in Barnaby's Motley. Um, there is who is the other name I was thinking of? Um, oh, or Copper Tom, yeah. um, who is another elemental metal flesh. Yeah. Would I have Sarah's number? Yeah, probably. You you've been around yeah. long enough to pick up some contact. Yeah, I'll call Sarah. Okay. Um. Which, if you mention her, the rest of the gang definitely knows her because uh, she was one of yeah, your guys' she's security. Uh, she's in Barnaby's Motley, and she was also uh, security for the Commons. Yeah. As as whenever I talk to any ogre, I refer to her as sister. So, um, but yeah, you give her a call. Hey, hey, sister, uh, could use your help taking down a hedge beast well more than a hedge beast but I can explain better off the phone does this hedge beast have good technological eavesdropping are is this hedge beast tapping our phones no but I don't like talking about this kind of stuff over the phone because you're weird okay where am yeah. I meeting you uh, you know where the unlikely was, uh, the unlikely say at Oh, their crack house? Yeah, that one. Yeah. We're thinking of rebranding it. 
All right. Anyways. But yeah, head on over. Okay. While that's like, going on, yeah. <laughs> I know we I know we had a winter we had a we had a lead that we were going to follow on the the queen. Queen Yeah, Grace. you know who you know you know who her real life parents were. Yes. <laughs> Her parents and her place of disappearance, which didn't, it seem, uh, end up being connected to the, the conservatory. I mean, not as far as you went, yeah. but, you know, you, you didn't exactly follow that trod all the way to its opposite end. There. Yeah. So. <sighs> While that's happening, unless you'd like us to be nearby just in case... I think we should probably start doing digging on Queen Gracie's parents. I think we're best I think we're best making the most efficient use of our time considering that they're not exactly not stopping their agenda in the meantime. Yeah. So while you lead your war party to get your blood, we'll go try and dig up some more information on Queen Gracie. And that way need martial assistance, we're all together. Though we will probably be slightly beat up, or at least I will. It seems to be focused. This on is me. this is something I'll be needing to call Paige over because this was something that I was getting her help with. Wait, she yeah. had all she had she had all the all the town hall information and actual like citizen city background stuff that would help with this. That's definitely an area of not my expertise, so I would only slow you down. So, Phage will call Paige. Anyone else said how weird it is that you and your girlfriend have almost the same name? It's adorable, Lark says. (laughs) I mean, sure, adorable, but also weird. A name? Imagine if I was dating someone who was like Kujin. That, like, that would be weird. That doesn't rhyme. Well, no, but it's like almost the same, just like one letter. No, off. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's more than one letter off for me between me and Paige. I mean, yeah. I don't know how she spells her name, so. I have an H. I would need to lose an H and gain an I. Yes, but it's all silent letters, so. I mean, you just turn the H into an I, and it's just a one letter turnover. Hi. Also, my name. Also, my name literally means to eat. Her name means. I lost whenever you said that. (laughs) And her name means the squire of a knight. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. For the person who screams in WWE. <laughs> I like that Liss is giving us weird looks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I call Paige. What's up, sweetie? Hey, uh, do you want to give me that hand with hunting down Queen Gracie's parents today? Sure. Uh, right. Yeah. Give me an hour. Perfect. We're currently convening around the Monroe house. Okay. 
Is that what we're calling it now? I would like to. I'd like to stop calling it the crack house. I like how you I like how you you psychically took that from <laughs> So, it is literally the street name. I understand that, but it's literally never been referred to as that until I said it on a phone call you were part of. The thing, the thing is, though, I was literally trying to find the name it's, of the street prior to that it's, conversation. It's the same thing like how multiple civilizations discovered writing at the same time. It just it happens. It's called convergent that- evolution. <laughs> when animals do it anyway. <laughs> Like le- legitimately, you know, out of game before you had that phone call. I was trying years. to find the name of the street so I could refer to the house by that we're, street. We're, name. we're we're just speeding it up, you know. That's all. <laughs> uh, anyway, so over a period of time, <clears throat> um, multiple people converge on. The location formerly known as the Crack House. This is going to uh, keep calling it. Will forever it be the Crack House for life. Yeah. It's, it's, oh. it's the Crack House, but with a K. No. No. It is, it is not a Quarren. But it could be. <laughs> Craig's just going to be so confused watching this episode. <laughs> Also, even no matter no matter how you you spell it, it's still the crack house with a K because there is a K in crack house. <laughs> True, the crack house with no C's. <laughs> Anyways, once Megan and Sarah get here, yep, the unseen crack house. Cool. Right. So, long story, but when I escaped. The thing that they had made me into got ripped away by the hedge. It's still there. Dope. And it hunts me mm-hmm. whenever we go into it. Less dope. I need to kill it. Or at least severely wound it. The problem is I'm the only one that can see it. So my friends with guns less useful because they might shoot me. Or random or others, yeah. Things walking by. Yeah. It can be hurt because Phage unloaded a shotgun into its side and it definitely felt it. It's just that y'all will only see like a shadow kind of. I mean, I'm so... Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely down. We're doing it at this particular point. Why? So, in, uh, we've been hunt, or I've been hunting for a group called the Squires of the Broken Bow. Right. Uh, found, an mm-hmm. e- found an echo of the one member that used to exist here in Baltimore in my brain. As you do. We'll put a pin in that. And he told me the ritual to restart the group, or at least the ritual to create their blade, which will be very useful in killing hobgoblins en masse. Uh, Requires either the unknowing blood of my closest friend or the blood of my greatest enemy. I'm not a stab-your-friends kind of guy, so... Is it just me, or does the phrase killing en masse... 
give you a mental image of murder in a Catholic church. It Is does. that just me? No, it's me too. Okay. Absolutely. No, kind of does. Well, it didn't before, but it definitely does now. I, I mean, but yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, I definitely get you, sister. Dope. Okay. All right. So, couple quick questions. Yeah. Are you sure it can bleed? I'm sure I can hurt it. Which I hope counts. That's not the same question. That's not an answer to the question that I just gave. No, I'm not sure it can bleed, but I'm sure it needs to be dealt with anyways. I'm sure. I'm sure that I can hurt that table, but it doesn't bleed when I punch it. There. Um. Don't hurt uh, my table. I'm not going to hurt it. I'm saying I could. Butterfly seems very distressed. <laughs> But takes your reassurances and seems to be okay with that. Second question. While I am absolutely down for um, uh, 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 stab and pray that it works, when it doesn't, what's the next step? If we can't kill it, we can get away from it. We've been able to get away from it every time we've seen it so far. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming get away from the thing that will not bleed yeah, yeah. is a good idea. But I'm talking about, I'm thinking longer term here, dear. Yeah. It was the first thing that came into my mind when Walter Gray said the blood of your greatest enemy. Mm-hmm. And I Fair. feel like the first thing that comes to your mind, if something comes to your mind when someone says that is probably the thing. Could be. Um, I'll have to figure out who my greatest enemy is if it can't bleed. Fair enough. All right. But that's, well, a, but that's a me problem more than anything else, really. Well, here's the thing about I mean, it's a enemies. you problem, so it's a your motley problem. And granted, we don't know each other yet, but there's people that I do like in that group. Also fair. Sorry, Sarah. Oh, I was just going to say that the thing about greatest enemies is if you don't have one, they are really fucking easy to make. Oh, one legit. I make yeah. worst enemies at least three times a year. I mean, there was that police guy. There was that cop I pantsed once. That is definitely not worst enemy territory. Unless in... <clears throat> Did he respond? Or that's a euphemism for gay sex. No, no, I actually just like yanked his pants down in front of his old forest. He cried like a bitch. It was hilarious. He's cool. definitely not your worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why they don't bother me all that much. That's the great thing about the phrase greatest enemy as well. It can mean worst or best. True. But yeah, I'm pretty certain it's this one. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Willing to give and it a where go? Are we fighting? Oh, so yeah, we'll need to basically just pick an open spot in the hedge and tell it to come eat, and it will. Okay. I mean, you guys have a hollow? Yeah. You just step a little ways away from that. 
So what you're saying is I should have gone and gotten my 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 killing demons well, no, weapon. We, we can we can prepare. That's the thing. Okay. Right? I mean, I assume there's a schedule, but not necessarily a already written in stone one. These three... also. Oh, go ahead. I indicate to the rest. These three are going to go do some investigating, like the kind that I'm put to sleep by. So I imagine these things will be happening sort of simultaneously while they're busy doing book things. I'll will be busy killing a thing. Cool. Nope. So on that note, do you, what do we need to know beyond it's invisible? So it's invisible. It's delightful, but yeah. but. You know, it's invisible to you guys. Uh, I'll just yeah. I'll, I'll describe what he looks like, like from my perspective. Uh, so dark, cloaked, looks kind of like if you ever think about like a, actually kind of like this. It sort of like uh, pulls off his jacket and then turns around to show the tattoo on his back. Appreciate the view, kind of like that. But that's not quite what I'm looking for because if I can't see it, it does me no good to know its aesthetics. With but the, with number the... of legs and arms and head is good. With the fuck um, off sword too. Sword is sword is relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, how? Do you know what hurts it? Uh, I hit it with a makeshift spear. Okay. And Phage shot it with just buckshot. Actually, uh, Phage, you don't load your gun with anything special, do you? No, just just buckshot. Yep. So presumably just regular shit's gonna work. Yeah. It's not, like, supernaturally resistant to anything as far as I could have told. It's just tough as all hell. Yeah. Okay. Um, and hard to see, obviously. It has physical form. To me, at least, yeah. It kind of, like, phased through the hedge, and then it was solid in front of me. Even though it was invisible to everybody else. Yeah. Also, really quick. Did you see anything come out of it when it got shot or stabbed? Not that I can Did I? Was I able to see any visible effects of that thing being shot? Rolling your brain back through the previous encounter. No. Not that okay. I can remember, but we were also being set upon by a Hobgoblin Legion and things were on fire, so I was kind of distracted. Theoretically, I realize what I just said, but, but guess for me. Yeah. If, let's say we get in a fight with it, and I know, crazy thought. But, and um, you jump on its back and start stabbing. Are we just going to see you on the ground like randomly, or or will you actually be appear to us as on its like floating in the air? I have no idea. It seemed to have. That's physical... why I said guess. Uh... Can I help answer that, Jack? Did it seem to have physical like presence there, even though I couldn't see it? Give me a intelligence and I'm going to say brawl. All right. 
I can do that. Because those are those are two characteristics that frequently get rolled in the same dice pool. <laughs> Five successes, motherfucker. Nice. You feel like there was probably some trace of its existence. It had like you, you weren't despite the fact that you weren't able to see it you don't feel like your remembrance of your previous encounter with it that you were firing entirely blindly? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe. It, it had an amount of physical presence. There are things that indicate that it's there, even if you can't see it. Sweet. I, That's I am, all I needed to know. I imagine that... I imagine if it can phase through the hedge, it might be able to phase through me. But I don't... I mean, you're not the hedge. The hedge is something very, very different. And if this is a creature of the hedge or 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 your the gentry's home, whatever the case may be, it might just interact with the hedge that way. We're gonna hope that that's the case. Yeah, because we're gonna fix this invisibility problem. Yeah. And we're going to fix it by going to the paint store. Purple. I like that idea. White. Purple could potentially blend in depending on where we are. White doesn't blend Snow. into fucking anything, it's even snowy. white. Okay. I mean, it is. So white doesn't even blend. White paint doesn't even blend into white. Beige. Like off white. Egg crew. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's basically what yeah, I'm yeah. talking Yeah, we'll get like off white. Yeah. And a tarp. Bone, ivory. Mm-hmm. Eggshell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yep. Cool. Let's go get your shit, get some paint, and we can kick Sweet. ass. Do any of you wear, ever wear armor? Uh, I'm gonna be. Sarah, Sarah is looking around the room. I, I <laughs> believe me, I'd like to get my hands on some, but that's a conversation I have to have with Papa Sledge in the next couple of days. Probably a good idea. I, uh, that's an information. That, that's a conversation. I mean, that's a conversation you're gonna have with Bill. She says. <laughs> I I had asked Papa Sledge about it at the wake. Mm-hmm. I mean, if... yeah, no, no, but if you're going to talk to Papa Sledge about armor, you're going to talk to Bill. We can, I mean, I could probably suit up more, but really, he's sort of like, uh, you know, pumps a fist into the side of his leather jacket. I am armor, so. I mean, yeah, I've, I've got, I don't have like. You know what's Kevlar. better than being armor? Having more armor. Exactly. You know where we're coming from. I don't exactly have Kevlar at home. They don't let you take that off set. Well, Uh let's get some paint and then we'll go talk to Bill. Get some paint. Get my my bigger weapons. Yeah. Cool. We got time. It's going to come to us. So. So while you guys are off preparing, (laughs) the other group... (laughs) Uh, what does Phage have a plan yet? Uh, I'm sure she would. However, it's been a couple of hectic weeks, so mm-hmm. I do not. Okay. Um, 
Um, yeah, like I I know that I should have a plan formulated, but I do not personally. Okay. Hamlin Park, and so, what information do we have on her family right now? Their names. Uh, we have names, the current locations of both of them, because they did split after their child went missing. All right. Uh, we have the time and date of the disappearance, as well as the location of the disappearance. We had that, some of that already. I went and talked, we, Akujin and I went and talked to Tag and looked in the library. I think, I don't know if there's anything else there. Are we planning on talking to either to either or both of them? I think we probably should at least talk to some to either of them, maybe both of them. Because hey, I mean, Chew, we need information. We'll say has arrived at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yes, a plan would be good because knocking on somebody's door and saying, hi, we'd like to talk about your vanished daughter. We're perfect strangers is not going to go well. Yes. What if they're not perfect strangers? Continue. I'm curious. What if they're not perfect strangers? Would that go better? I mean, generally, getting sensitive or slightly personal, slightly very personal information out of your friends is easier, yes. Okay, okay. Are they? No. Information. They... If I have their picture, we can get in touch with the dream. Okay. That's depending on what they're like, you can maybe ask more direct questions there, but not always. Um Fade said you have City Hall connections. I don't know what that will do, too. Because that's, I think, what you had originally said when you brought it up, William, right? I said that she she's the person who has access to most of the paperwork details yeah. that we could potentially find on the side. Oh, yes. That would prob... Oh, um... This is one reminder because it had been brought up to the group as a whole. Although the 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 possibility is that you lost the automatic in was it had been Adele had suggested uh, uh, going in and posing as in her case wouldn't be posing as much as a reporter doing a story on the situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Your reporter, Adele, wanted to do a podcast. Mm. I mean, yes, that would have been 
probably a neat. F- uh, I don't know how to do it. That's podcast. definitely one approved. What? I don't know how to do a podcast, though. So. Right. I, I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, I know the basics. Okay. I mean, that's, yes, that's definitely one approach. Um, that sort of thing would usually take a little bit of time to set up, though, and would involve a number of phone calls, and you would want to, yes, you'd have to establish good rapport, and... Is that the same where reporter comes from? Report. I don't know. Report or vowels. Sorry. Go on. And going at it through City Hall, my City Hall contacts and the stuff I can, that will leave a trail. I don't know if that's a concern. Mm. It might be, but at the moment we're kind of staring at a brick wall, so we need to do something to move forward. Or just going to Hannon Park and looking. I haven't walked around there. Hannon, what do you expect to find at the park years later? I mean, years, decades later, isn't it? It's five I'm sorry? Was it five years? Has it been five years? Yeah, five years. Uh But, yes, I mean, that is also... If if we don't want to immediately try looking around at the park would be an option. I can see stuff. For sure. So. Okay. That's that one. I can't talk. My love? Oh, yeah. What do we want to do? I was just going to say I think we should do both. Look in the park and also try to contact one of them at least might be worthwhile well if um, one of them doesn't talk to the other one then you can say that you're from the other one who is coming to talk to them about things you guys are determining whether or not you're going to contact the uh parents of the individual that we have been assuming is uh, Queen Gracie's origin. Talk to the parents or go directly to Hanlon Park and just poke the fuck around a little bit and see what uh, Liss is 
magic radar picks up because that's the thing the last thing that had been mentioned was both is a decent option both is an option um and therefore if contacting the parents uh which method or avenue you will utilize to approach that so what's it gonna be guys you want to go with the journalist looking into old cold cases angle i was thinking maybe podcast sell it like trying to i'm sorry guys my mind just blanked um um trying to let other people know about this case like maybe they would have information if we bring it up to people five years later okay does adele have a true crime podcast that she has done episodes of before if you guys could go looking (laughs) i will go looking because oh. if they ask me, us what podcast, I want to have a name. Give me an intelligence and computers role as you go looking for podcasts. You're asking me to make a computers role, which has a negative three unskilled. Yeah. I was going to say, you guys don't, you don't, you don't have to be the one to do the looking if you don't want to. Yeah. Well, if Lark would like to take that look. Intelligence and computers. Still not a great um, role. Given that you've got some pretty decent ideas of exactly who and what you're looking for, I'll give you a plus one on it. Okay. As Jeremy, as Jeremy has to delve into his former character's backstory to give us the information. Did you ever come up with like a name for the podcast and that sort of thing? Uh, I feel I, I I honestly did not. I had great plans of like, I'm going to write you like transcripts and shit. Right. And then, yeah. you know, 2020. Um, right. That's but, fair. But no, there there's absolutely one. It's under E.A. Hamilton or uh, is it E.A. Hamilton or yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is It would probably be called something like um, uh, um, I'm just going to go really generic here. Mysteries of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is described as looking into it's essentially a a supernatural slash true crime podcast. Um that is described as looking in looking at the at the dark and 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 hidden places of Baltimore's history, uh, uh, distant and recent. Mm-hmm. And there are there are probably a good. It was started with it was started fairly recently, but there's probably a good twenty or thirty episodes, um, of covering all sorts of. Well-known ghost stories, uh, true crime stuff, 
Uh, if anybody's seen the Netflix Unsolved uh, Unsolved Mysteries series, which if you haven't, you should. There's 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 a there's a particular. I think it's actually the first episode, uh, talking about a guy who fell off of off of a building that was uh-huh. scared of heights. Um, that's delved into in a was there something was there something beyond the norm that made him do that possession or the like um that sort angry of... spirits right yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um but yeah uh the 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 community has uh dubbed it uh the mob cast obviously for mysteries of Baltimore. um and fair fair yeah yep, mm-hmm. uh yeah and and they they call themselves the the baltimore mob um nice. because you know uh there's there's also the uh slightly tongue-in-cheek reference to organized crime uh which baltimore has plenty of history with let me goddamn tell you um and oh look at me yep um and so yeah you guys are able to find uh adele's podcast and it of course is on hiatus yep so there's information to provide if they ask us what podcast we're doing this for mm-hmm. i scroll through some of the back episodes this is just for me Liz would be looking to see if adele had put anything about her case in there just in case absolutely not okay cool. nope <laughs> not no, even nobody a with a whisper yeah. okay like if you end up listening through, there is no inclination of, of anybody that she knows mentioned, um, because anonymity is a good mm. thing. Uh-huh. In fact, yeah. if you listen, there's a there there is what will be clear to you guys, although it is very high quality, uh, a voice modulation mm. to 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 make it seem like E. A. Hamilton is a guy. Mm-hmm. You get yep. less e- bad comments on the internet that way. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Karina Longworth is a saint. All right. Yes. Anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what you find. Uh, if you're what you do have um, enough contact info to wrangle up a. Uh, phone contact for uh mr and the formerly mrs arundel which one would you be contacting first mother or father i feel like starting with mother might be a good idea is they looking at lark father's the one she was trying to send a letter to in the stories Mm -hmm. Father was also the one that um, we heard her with in the dream. That's fair. What's it going to be? Let's start with the father first, then, yeah. Okay. Uh, You put through a phone call. Rings twice. Darren Arundel. Hmm. 
Uh, hi there, Darren. Uh, this is Miss Lawson working with the what was the what, Mysteries of Baltimore podcast. Um, we're a true crime mysteries podcast that's looking into uh, the mysterious places of Baltimore's history. Um, I was hoping I might be able to stay, uh, organize an interview with you to talk about the um, case of your missing daughter. Has something new come up? Not in the police interview, but it's something that we uncovered ourselves and are very curious to learn more about, see if we might be able to spread some information and maybe uncover some of the mysteries that have been left lying for a while. Give me a manipulation and persuasion. He doesn't know you personally, so you'll be at a minus two for this one. I'll and spend a little power. Dangle that false hope right there. <laughs> How you doing? I have a success. <laughs> and a success. <clears throat> Is it just you doing the interviews then? Or? Um, I can make it just me if you'd like. I do have a couple of associates that we I typically bring one of them along, but if you'd like it to just be me, that can be arranged just fine. Okay, I can give you an hour. All right, when would be the best time? Today's fine. All right, uh, what time? He'll name, name uh, uh, he'll name an hour, kind of mid-afternoon, uh, about about an hour or so from now. Hmm. Perfect, sir. Is there any place you'd like to meet at, or he'll give you he'll tell you he'll give you his home address actually. Hmm. All right, thank you very much, sir. We'll be there at the appropriate time. Would you like it to be just me, or are you all right if I bring one or two of my associates? Yeah, no, that's fine. All right. I'll see you then, sir. All right. It so you guys worked. have about an hour or so. Hmm. As, she, as she puts the phone down, I really hate using that phone voice. <laughs> wow. That was cool. There's a certain right. voice you have to put on over the phone that helps people accept what you're saying. Okay. Who's going with you? <laughs> All of Um <clears throat> Honestly, if all of you want to, that's probably good. I think Paige and Liz, if you two would like to take notes, because you have very different note taking styles that'll both be valuable. Okay. Of course. While Lark and I do most of the asking questions. Sure. One, two, three, four. Okay. More people right. than he was thinking would show up. That's fair. I think you and Lark should definitely go. I'd Liz, do you want to go along and I can be there for backup if you need anything? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people that's through the door? That's only three people in the door, which is exactly what I told him. 
if Paige wants to stay one, outside. One, two, and, three. Yeah. If Paige yeah. wants to stay outside and just keep an eye out and be back up if, we're, if she's needed. Or yeah. you can and I can take a look around. If you want to take a look around with magic sense. Mm-hmm. Good idea. His house? Mm. If the Hobbs have been investigating anywhere around him, especially if they've been trying to get him a letter, there might be some kind of activity around there. Oh, yes. No, I just meant he's he's probably not going to want Liss wandering around his house no. unsupervised. Oh, no, not inside, in the area there. around. All right. Sure, sure. Liss, this will this will be fine. It'll be not, fine. It'll be fine. Go, don't go inside his house. Try investigating okay. the area around. Okay, outside. Only going in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, if Liz was sitting outside, she wouldn't be held back anyway. <laughs> this is fair. All right. At least Paige gave her so some you, parameters. You guys take a little bit to prep up. Make sure you've got everything you need that way and drive over to Darren Arundel's house. We're also taking a little bit to prep up, just in a very different way. <laughs> just in a bit right, yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the it's the it's the prep montage where some of them are, you know, putting on professional interview clothes and the others are strapping on bits of metal and grabbing weapons. Yep. Um so uh arriving at Darren Arundel's house. You pull up. There is a vehicle in the driveway. Uh, pickup truck. Um, late late nineties Toyota. Small, fairly small profile. Not not like one of the big extended cab ones or anything like that. Mm. There's about eight inches of snow on it. Obviously, hasn't been driven in a little while. Um, and it's a just a small row house um, with the the vehicle parked out front knock on the door and after a moment or two he comes up he's dressed in a flannel shirt jeans pair of house slippers he's got a can of of beer in his hand and you can see he's he's definitely kind of late late 40s early 50s probably um graying a little bit around the temples Sandy brown hair, uh, eight of uh, the 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 big frame glasses. Uh, not uh, they're they're almost aviator frames, but prescription. Mm. Um, and he opens the door. Uh, come on in. I'm Darren. Good yeah. good afternoon, Mister Arundel. I'm Miss Miranda Lawson. She says she offers her hand. <laughs> I set that joke out. up in season one, John. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he switches hands to hold the can in his left and shakes your hand, just cor- sort of turns and shuffles back inside. You can smell stale tobacco um, and kind of takes a left into more or less a, a living room. Um, his couch, a couple armchairs, and he grabs one. Most of this furniture looks like it hasn't been sat on very much. He just sits down in an armchair on the far side. There's mail and stuff kind of scattered around. It's lived in kind of clutter. And uh, Miss Lawson and who 
it's Paige and Lark that are with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of pointing at Lark right now. Hmm. So. Um, uh, sorry, Adele Sterling. Didn't, didn't think about this before you walked in the door. <laughs> <didn't you>? nope. <laughs> and uh, Paige gives him a nod, kind of looks at both of you, and then sort of catches herself. Oh, I'm sorry, Monica Ramirez. Um, it's like nods. So uh, you guys are looking into cold cases, it sounds like, huh? Cold cases, old mysteries, anything that didn't get quite a solid answer and still has a bit of questions lingering around. Yeah. <clears throat> Five years of nothing but questions, but go ahead and start. <laughs> We'd like to learn what some of those questions are. Maybe we can share them around. Maybe someone might know something just and hasn't been asked. So and it takes a minute and taps his finger on the side of his can and then just kind of clenches his fist and you can hear it crunch as the empty container is compressed i understand who 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 it was took her where why 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 there hasn't been any sign of her Mm -hmm. five years gone and I understand this can be a very tense and emotional topic for you. So anything you need to do to relax is perfectly fine. We're just getting notes and asking questions today. We're not recording anything. Kind of gives a nod and sort of stares off to the other side of the room a little bit. Go ahead and give me a wits and empathy for those of you that are in the room. Hmm? Two successes. Two successes? One success. Both of you follow his gaze, and you can see off to the side, there is a uh, picture frame, uh, the sort where usually you would have like four to six photos in. Um, This one's hanging on the wall, a little to the side over by, by a bookcase. Instead of photographs, though, this one has some drawings in it. Uh, colored pencil. Looks like it was made by a child, probably late elementary, early middle school. Um, reasonably uh, sophisticated. And it's just pictures of... There's a couple of pictures of, of still-life flowers in vases. Um, and then... Uh, one of a red-haired girl uh, and who's holding hands with uh, a grown adult man that you can pretty pretty easily identify as Gracie and her father uh, probably a picture that she drew before she before she was was gone uh, as far as the missing goes she we had her at the park that day and once we noticed she was gone we panicked and called the Baltimore police right away they of course 
asked a whole bunch of questions, canvassed around whole whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, of course, came the investigation questions and that sort of thing. Obviously, they went over my and her mother's history with fine-tooth comb. Standard sort of nine times out of ten, it's somebody you know looked into parents, teachers, people at school, a couple of locations looking into offenders in the area and after about two or three months just dropped it when we'd been been at the park at the, everything had been normal and she was just gone does two or three months seem like a relatively short time for that kind of investigation Give me uh, intelligence and politics. <laughs> I have that. I'm not great at it, but I have it. Do you have any specialties in politics? Uh, no, I don't think okay. I do. Just standard roll then. Nothing. Okay. I'll roll for Paige since she's here. I have no politics. Okay. Paige kind of gives a nod and she's taking notes. You get from her that of just her basic kind of demeanor. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys are aware of the whole like statistics. If, if, a, in, if a victim's missing for more than 24 hours, what sort of percentages you're looking at? If they're gone for a week, what sort of percentages you're looking at? And yeah, two or three months at that point, it's probably going to be moved to a more inactive or lower priority because at that point, the likelihood of finding anything or, or getting or reclaiming the, the missing person is becomes fractions of percentages. Yep. Mm-hmm. Leeds co cold police. Stop giving a shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, not stop giving a shit, but you know, it's right. like darkness, so stop giving a shit. Stop no, giving it's a world yep. darkness. <laughs> they do stop yeah. giving they a shit. They stop giving a shit at 72 hours, let's be honest. Yep. Mm-hmm. They yeah. stop giving a shit before it hit their desk. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, we've got um, access to what records the police are willing to share regarding this particular case, but. Let um, me guess if it's on two pages, front and back. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, no. Um, but we don't know a lot of the sort of personal details surrounding the event. What was what was home life like with Anne? We would like to know who who this person is that's gone missing and what life was like around them. Gracie was a Gracie was a good kid. She was creative a little bit of an artist love stories uh, a little bit strong-willed had a had a temper on her she'd she'd throw her her stuffed animals down the stairs whenever 
whenever she wasn't whenever she was out of sorts hmm. say she wanted to be alone hmm. apparently that even meant hmm, bears and rabbits and whatnot that we had for her in her room she'd shut the door for hmm, good half hour or whatever and then next thing you know she'd be hmm, grabbing up her toys and apologizing to them and putting them back on the shelf hmm. She someone, was a good kid. Someone who lived a very active, imaginative, imagine, active and imaginative life. I mean, you know, kids at that age, yeah. they're still trying to figure out what's real and what's not. And when they can't figure it out, they decide for themselves, I guess. How old exactly was she at the time? Would have been nine. Hmm. Well... It was it was three days before she was nine. Mm. Um, she kind of looks over her shoulder at the pictures. I notice there's a lot of you in the artwork that Gracie did, uh, but not a lot of her mother. Was there a different relationship between them? Lana took those with her. We, mm-hmm. you lose a kid, and that split happens. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she did did some pictures of her of her mom too, though. Yeah, she was she was she was quite a little artist. That one fact, and for the first time, you see him sort of straighten up a little bit. And he goes over and pulls a photo album out from one of the shelves, sits down and opens it up. And there's a few pictures of Gracie in there. Young girl, fairly round face, strawberry blonde hair. Um, But for another of them, there are just kind of drawings from page to page. I tell her stories for bed bedtime stories every so often and next day or two eventually she'd come up with an illustration from from one of them we always told her she could could illustrate books when she grew up she was always one for for drawing whatever story caught her caught her eye what kind of stories what kind of stories did you share with her oh you know usual Princess Gracie makes friends with a dragon or you know we we called her our little princess and we you know she she was prettiest princess in Baltimore that one and mm. she's just there he's just now kind of idly paging through the book a lot of the drawings are just kind of standard kids art yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a wits and composure if you're trying to follow along at all. Yes. Can I make that as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two successes. Okay. Zero. Yeah. So, Lark, you're kind of seated across the room. It's hard for you to get an angle, but Phage being closest. You do see a couple that pique your interest. 
there's one of the obvious Princess Gracie character riding a squirrel. There's one of her cleaning up a room in what seems to be a castle. There's one of her apparently pulling uh, a figure out of some sort of swamp or bog of some sort. And your mind is pinging these stories as ones that were also reflected in the pages of the book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do I see one of Queen Gracie building something? Uh, no, you don't see any any of those. She definitely seems like she had quite the artistic streak. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Were there any of the details around the actual disappearance that didn't seem to add up? Like the location? I mean, you mentioned you were at a park. Was it particularly easy to lose sight of a nine-year-old girl there? There's woods there and whatnot. Nah. And you see him kind of swallow a little bit, having to go back over, and you can almost see him sitting across a desk or or a counter from 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 a police officer who's probably giving him this sort of report and he's just recounting apparently fairly rehearsed words that he's heard time and time again if it if it's too much or you need to take a break that's perfectly fine uh, time goes on and but i say she was probably either out of sight either vehicle or down in one of the patches of woods that uh, they didn't find any footprints or trail or physical evidence hmm. so they didn't have much to go on they were having to do everything circumstantial who was in the area at the time who had alibis and could be corroborated of course, our mother and I both fell under suspicion, like always happens in these sort of cases, but that washed out pretty quick. Were there many other people in the park that day? Uh, I don't remember particularly. A couple other kids on the playground and yeah. Did anything seem off or different that day you see him kind of rub his chin a little bit there was a there's a guy doing food samples we'd never seen him before he uh, apparently owned a whole bunch of restaurants around town had a little, you know, kind of like a hot dog stand, one of those wheel things. A couple people working with him. He big guy. A lot of the folks' parents kept making passes back, and uh, but uh, he was the only one outside the ordinary and course number a number of folks that were kind of down on their luck 
would would drift by every once in a while to to get some extra food, I guess. Does that basically describe Joey Hot Sauce? Oh, to a T, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Who is that again? The guy who gave us food when we first came in from the from the hedge. He owns a bunch and of the guy who gave okay. and the guy who gave you the uh, weird box to go sabotage another restaurant. Yep. He 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 feeds newcomers and also he owns a lot of restaurants around Baltimore. Yep. Pretty high ranked okay. Spring Court guy. I don't remember him. Okay. That's someone you can go talk to and get better details from because he'll remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a lead we didn't have before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh Apples, I think it was. He was doing like a caramel apples thing. Hmm. Pretty sure it was. Interesting. Did you get any names of anyone? No, it was, you know, after school, mm-hmm. take the take the kids to the park, let them run off some energy before you take them home for the night and they have to stay cooped up, yeah. burn off some of that energy before bedtime kind of thing. No reason to be worried about anything like that usually. No, mm-hmm. but we were there maybe an hour mm-hmm. before we noticed and... Yeah, she was. None of her friends were there that day. She, I think, played with a couple of the other kids, but that was about it. If had something distracted you from her, or did she just manage to get out of your sight? Her, her mom and I were having a argument about. God, I can't even remember anymore. But yeah, our we were focused on and it wasn't nobody was yelling or anything it was just some sort of mild anyway and then we look back up and we don't see her everything else seems to be normal get up go looking around panic starts to set in and next thing you know you're on the phone with 911 making a call that you never thought you'd have to make mm-hmm And you can see, give me a wits and empathy for anybody who's in the in the living room. I have a success. Yep. Okay. my six dice. One success. Yep. Both of you can see the emotions and the pain are still there, but the five years and just the constant living with this, it's lessened in severity to an extent. This is a man who is weary of pain, mm-hmm. you know, and at this point, he's almost exhausted by the story rather than traumatized by the story. Um, it's different question that relates more to Phage on a personal level. Uh-huh. Does sharing this with us, with someone who is willing to listen and genuinely interested, seem to be helping him at all with this? Not really. This Mm -hmm. looks like a man who is who has gotten to the end of his rope so often that he doesn't have any rope left. Mm -hmm. 
you know, kind of the the sense that this is not this is not somebody who's 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 white knuckling or cl- or or clawing at anything or clutching trying to keep his head above water. This is a man who is floating out in the middle and just waiting for that one wave that's going to push him under and drown him. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, and and has almost accepted that to an extent. Oh, I thank you very much for your time, sir. There's only like uh, a few more small detail questions and she'll just sort of go over the very small things that would be going around like the, you know, the what kind of day, what time, what like exactly where, just going over the small details Mm, to wrap up the questions. Minor schedule detail kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. He'll quietly answer them and, and then once you're finished get up and walk you to the door thank you very much for answering our questions sure and uh yeah you got my number if anything pops up Mm -hmm. if we find anything out we'll let you know he gives a nod and watches you guys walk back down to the car and you just see him kind of framed by the storm door there just watching you drive away Meanwhile, some of you got armor and weapons together. Yep. So, so you guys gear up. Mm-hmm. Go over to my place. Um, okay. I assume, unless uh, unless you guys have somewhere, unless you guys are meeting me there. I don't know if you're meeting me there or going with. Go with you. Okay. So yeah, head over, head up. Uh, fairly, it's a it's a pretty nice nice condo building. Um, um, I don't remember the name of the area. Locust Point, I think. Um, that's that's definitely a place there. Hmm. Yes, actual place I found. Um, but yeah, head up. Uh, it's it's a fairly. It's nice. It's not particularly ostentatious. There is places that have been, there's a place in, in, in the bedroom area that's been cleared out as an obvious that's where she, she, she works out some. Um, and she walks, walks in, uh, make yourselves at home. Uh, I just, where are we going again? Are we just going back to the back to back to the crack house and walking in there? Oh, no, we're gonna go over to uh, uh, where? Where's Bill's place, Jack? Um, so Bill Squire's place. Uh, Sarah will give you guys directions. It's actually well, you weren't there because Nero's dead. Um, but it's <laughs> it's the it's it's the first hollow that you guys had tried to to claim when when yeah. the unlikely first landed in Baltimore and Godforsaken with uh they they beat you there and and claimed it but it's kind of north I northeast get, Baltimore and I take a little it, bit I take it mostly my, just east I take it by Sarah's indications that that's who we want to talk to about getting armor yeah mm-hmm. so yeah head back loop back over that way to talk to talk to Bill about getting some protective gear and then we'll mm-hmm. head back to the hollow yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And she is, she's, she's getting action. Oh, actually, actually, no. Uh, Sarah would know. Bill is currently, so you're in Locust Point, which is right down on the south yeah, side. Yeah, we're of, really near the summer. We're the summer yeah, part of you're area. right outside Fort McHenry. Yep. Um, and Bill, Bill would be, Bill would be there since it's daytime hours. Oh. Um, so she'll, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since, since you're, since, since Megan's got goodwill and you both are summer courtiers, she'll just be like, yeah, no, look down to the fort. We'll talk to him. He's in the shop. Nice. So she gets bundled up a little bit, puts her, puts a reinforced jacket on. Um, all right. So if we're going there and going back, that means if we're just going back there and not going to some public park, that means I can bring some bigger stuff and not yeah. just like little knives and shit. And anything that, um, anything you don't want to, you don't want to get caught on the side of the road with you can show in the back of my truck in the back of my Jeep. I'm not so worried about that. I although yeah, that'll be fine. Like it's not a concern to carry stuff. It's a concern to carry stuff through a public park. Yeah. No, no. Or something like that. No, I'm just I'm just bringing my broadsword with me because Something, something SCA that only works so many times, <laughs> and it only works if you're actually dressed that way. Fair, and it doesn't fit my aesthetic. So, but no, I will. So she grabs the, yeah. Speaking of dress that way, Sarah yeah. says, and gives you guys a wink. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll just grab like a couple of kukri blades and. That'll be it. All right. I'm a knife girl. That's cool. As a rule. Well, at gun, but gun's not going to do as much good. Ah, uh, such a knife girl. <laughs> What's a girl right. like you doing in a knife place like this? <laughs> it's don't have fucking awful. Don't have spoons. Um, knives. All right, let's go get you armored. Yep. So you guys pull up, walk up to the shed that forms the door yep. for the uh actually technically the summer the summer hollow. Hmm? Could just step out of the summer hollow and do it. Would the demon chase What's you down to not... the single most protected area in I the, have in the region. It comes towards so, me wherever, but more to the point. They like me here. Obviously, they like you. Well, I don't know. You remember, that doesn't mean they like you. They respect But, me. yeah. Um, but <laughs> maybe don't bring a demon to their front door. There. I look over at Sarah. What do you think? Do they like me or do they just respect me? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for a technically correct and functionally useless answer. Summer diplomacy. What can I say? Yep. No, legit. I love it. All right. Um, but you guys uh, tumble down the stairs, more or less, uh, into the summer hollow. Uh, through the, the dining area, Sarah waves at a couple people who are there in the mess hall eating kind of points over and they give her a thumbs up. Hey, either you've been in the workshop before? I have. All right. Not I. 
<laughs> Not as a rule. Leads you down kind of a narrow hallway, and you guys can feel the heat radiating out from the door that she's leading you to. It's bound in bronze um, with heavy wood planks in front of it. Um, and there's a, there's a large uh, bronze knocker of the same metal that's just mounted central to the door. Uh, Sarah holds out her hand and just touches it, and there's a thump sound even without her moving the, the handle. And the door immediately swings open to the interior. And you guys can hear the pound of a hammer on a piece of metal. And then it stops, and there's a hiss of hot metal going into some sort of liquid. And then coming around the corner, goggles down over his, his eyes is Bill Squires, who is a wizened um, and fairly, fairly small of stature, uh, like, like his kind frequently are. Um, but uh, proportional, uh, very muscular upper body. Um, he looks like your average kind of human. He's got that kind of swept to the side, um, sort of undercut uh, haircut. If any of you guys have watched, uh, oh fuck, what's the? You mean what's like, the period piece with like Killian Murphy? I in have uh, Peaky. Peaky Blinders, yes, yeah. right. Yeah, if you guys have watched Peaky Blinders, it's the Peaky Blinders haircut. Um, Legit. He's, he's, right, he's got kind of the walrus mustache. He's wearing a big, heavy leather apron with a with a almost spotless white button-down shirt with the sleeves rolled up to his biceps. Um, and he's got a large uh, hammer in one hand and a pair of tongs holding a, a piece of metal in the other. Heavy, heavy boots poking out the bottom. Ah, yeah. Sarah, what'd you bring these two ingrates in for? You guys hey, need man. something? Yeah, I need. I'm about to. Ha- I'm about to go get stabbed a lot in the hedge, and I'd like something that'll make that hurt less. Megan just grins and says, "I'm just here to enjoy the view." He kind of flexes his arms a little bit. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh yeah, Sledge said you guys would be stopping by. Have you delivered the report yet? Because I'm supposed to hold that until you guys have the intel in. Hmm? Sorry, who's a what now? I don't know what report you're talking about. Sledge said he gave you guys a job, and in return for that, I can either give you a couple pieces of lowercase a armor... Or one piece of is uppercase this, A is armor. This, is this... Does Sledge asking me to look into Walter Gray count as a job? No, this is not a job you're familiar with. Yeah. This is this is the job that Papa Sledge gave to Phage the night of the wake, which you were absent from. Yeah, you're going to have to clarify when you say you guys, you mean like the unlikely or you mean me? Yeah. Okay. Unaware. All right, just regular trade then. <laughs> yeah. Sounds well, like. All right. Um. So, what you in the mood for? Uh, unbuttons the leather jacket, pulls it off. Um, not wearing a shirt underneath because right, Alcuzine. Uh, yep. so actually, Megan, I think is the first. No, 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 no. Everyone else has seen has seen bits. No, everyone else has seen it. 
But yeah. Megan, mm-hmm. you see the full uh, above pants tattoo. Um. Hmm. Dope. So, it likes to stab me here, sort of indicating to the torso, something that'll make that harder. Alright. I'll see what we got. Step into Victoria's Secret with me, lad. And he uh, goes over to a side door. Well, not really a door. A side archway and just pulls back a curtain. There's an immediate kind of almost a blast of light that comes out of this. And you can see a number of pieces of armor set up on uh, kind of mannequin racks. As uh, one of them is casting these like fractal beams of sunlight out. Um, another one of them seems to be, a couple of them seem to be made of mostly metal, but one of them is emanating this cloud of kind of acrid smoke almost. There's there's definitely some hedge spun magic armor in here. Ooh, I like but he that. steps over I to say the side. The smoky one. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. That looks nice. Uh, but if we're talking basics and he pulls out a couple of drawers, um, and there's just some pretty standard basic uh armor pieces. Kevlar vests, flak jackets, uh, all all sorts of stuff, um, reinforced clothing. There's a couple of sets of, honest to God, full riot gear. Um, this is the run-of-the-mill kind. We can do some trading on that if you need. Megan just whistles. I love a guy who's doing something they love to do. I mean, Every damn day. This looks great, I say, pointing at the full riot gear, which gives me the defensive plate armor. Uh, and but <laughs> it doesn't slow me down as much. Um, I have three dots of resources. I don't know if that matters here, but... Not here. Yeah. yeah. Changelings generally don't trade in resources. <laughs> yeah, indicating to the full riot gear. That'd be ideal if possible. All right, what do we have for custom back and forth then? Well, materials are always good. I've got a lot. Uh, sort of like, um, I'll, let's say I pulled the, let's say I brought the toolbox in with me. Uh, so I just <clears throat> set down this, again, it's like a mechanic's chest or toolbox, mm-hmm. toolbox. Kick it, let the thing slide open as far as mundane goes. Just an array of knives, machetes, pistols. Basically, a couple copies of anything you can get at two dots of resources and lower. (laughs) Again, a man who loves what he's doing, uh, loves what he does. Hell yeah. Well, that's more Copper Tom's lookout, but I can give you some options. If there's anything you don't like, I can sweet talk it into being a different shape if you want. All right. Well, Ms. Lansing. Let's look over at Megan and taps his metal forehead. (laughs) Yes. Or was that just a phrasing sort of thing? That was very much a phrasing thing. All right. All righty. Well, if 
things actually end up spooling out the way they seem to be, and you guys have some actionable intel coming down the pipe next day or so, we're going to need weapons. And he just grabs an armful of guns and knives and sort of walks over, looks around, and then just kind of dumps it on a table. All right. That'll get you one riot. It was closed. Well, now I need to restock. Puts it down. <laughs> okay. Thanks. That's what my boys are for. No worries. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Greaves. Chest plates. Sleeves. Pads. And reaches up and takes his hand with his hammer and just gives you a little tink right in the middle of the forehead. Helmet. And hands that over as well. Sarah, I know you're good. She nods and just kind of thumps her chest. Ms. Megan, anything for you? No, I am... I am not in a position... A, I'm good. Okay. Second, I'm real good. And third, I'm just not in a position to offer anything at this time. Okay. Well... Enjoy your bleeding. Thank you. I will. And he will give you a little shoe out of his uh, his workspace and go back to beating the shit out of whatever metal he was working with previously. Put the jacket back on. Don't need the right gear until we're ready to go in. Mm-hmm. All right. With that in mind... Are you guys doing anything else to prep or headed straight back to the hollow? Um, look over at, at Megan. What kind of weapon do you use? Or are you going to use, nice. I should say? Knives, like, two or one? She pulls out the... She hasn't pulled pulled them from their sheaths, but pulls out the kukris. Yeah. Because I could make you a shield if you wanted. Shows the kukris. Yeah, that's why I was checking if it was, if you yeah. use both or not. I generally will use both. Look over at Sarah. What about you, Sarah? She uh, goes, holds up a finger, steps over to a crate uh, that's off to the side, pulls it open, reaches in up to about her elbow. You hear a bunch of things clank, and then she pulls out a large two-handed warhammer. I can block with the haft if I need to. Sounds like we're all good to go with all hands full. All right, let's go. All right. So you guys head back to the the hollow crack house. Uh, Agujin, I'll say you've been given access to the hollow since it is technically a motley thing. So you clip also, the fingernail. I've also seen them open it before, so I know how. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, uh, the others are polite enough to not stare. You know, it's it's kind of like you don't watch somebody type in their password. Yeah. Um, and then you guys enter into the hollow. First thing you notice, of course, is. Mira's body ensconced in a crystalline layer of ice uh, set in the middle of the floor. 
on the far side is the balcony and the exterior access down to the goblin fruit garden that has only mostly been torn up. Mm. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> and that is putting you guys directly into the hedge. So, well, as we're well, as we're walking towards the the exit of the hollow, I sort of grab the pull the pull the Zweihander out, holding it by the by the Ricasso, put my other hand on the blade itself and activate armor of elements using the catch of touching the element when I invoke the claws. Uh -huh. Zero successes. <laughs> the metal does not seem to be responding to your touch. That's why you wear actual armor. Yep. And you kind of think about it for a minute. That might be either a bad omen or the idea that this might need to be handled in a slightly more direct and vulnerable fashion. Possibly the weird is already perceiving your intent in what your actions are going to be here today and has decided to withhold it to make sure that you're being honest. <laughs> well, that's why I got this. I say it's to start putting on the full ride on it. <laughs> right. So it take, takes about 10 minutes for Akujin to get this on. It's the first time you've ever worn this, and you're like, wait, where's this strap? Go? Oh, okay, there's a buckle there. No wonder, right. no wonder uh -huh. cops are so angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah looks like she has some things to say about that, but is not doing it right now. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Are we setting up an ambush, or are we just waiting for you to tell us which way to start swinging? Uh, it'll come to me once we're outside. Give it a little while. Not really. I mean, it's going to be hard to ambush it until you're aware that it's there, so. Circle around right. it and beat the shit out of it. Works. And you guys exit the hollow and descend to the snowy floor of the hedge. Find a nice open there space. is an open area, yeah, because you guys are at the, the terminus of one of the trods. So you've got a good probably 10, 15 yards of, of open area, plenty to, to get a, a setup prepared for whatever threat is coming at you out of the thorns. So every time so far it's come directly at me, I'll stand out there in the middle. When you mm -hmm. see me start freaking out at nothing, come on in. Oh, God damn it. What? Give me 10 minutes. I don't know how long it'll take, so you got minutes. <laughs> Give me more time than that somehow. Well, we can go back as I As I run out to my bike, Speed off to the hardware store. <laughs> I figure we had gotten pain on the way to your place. We can say you've got pain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No that that was that was clearly stated as in previous intent, and then we had break and stuff. So yes, I feel like I feel like Megan would have remembered the paint. Fair. We got paint. So you've got at least you know a couple a couple hand sized cans, fist sized yeah. cans of of white paint. I'll have one open next to my feet. Yep. You two each have one. Yep. All right. In the middle. 
Stand there, Zweihander in hand. All right, young son of a bitch, come here. Roll me two d10. Hmm. Ten and a six. All right. You guys stand there in the snow, waiting and waiting. Your breath clouds in front of you. And snow begins to settle on your shoulders as the minutes tick by. But after about a quarter of an hour, Akujin, roll me a wits and composure. You're at a minus one for this one. One success. One success. You get a feeling, and you sort of look off to probably your 10 o'clock, 10.30 maybe. Down and grab that bucket of paint. <laughs> Something is moving towards you through the thorns. Just like a faintest silhouette. It doesn't seem to move the branches or the, or the vines that impede its, its way just seems to be drifting, phasing straight through the plant material. I shoulder cock the greatsword, and I prep the paint can to throw. <laughs> All right. I will have everybody roll me some initiative. Oof. It got, it got a low number. Keep thinking if that's good or bad. I mean, that, it's that's not good. great because it needs to go before... The rest of us can be sure where it is. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, un, un, unless Oxygen is able to run up to it and hit it with some paint. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Sarah's on them. Sarah's on high alert. <laughs> oh. The one person who needed to go before is actually going after. <laughs> That's fine. We're going to see him like go. We're going to see the invisible version of the slow motion, like knockout bunch of. Yeah, and then we're gonna know where to throw the paint. Right, exactly. It's fine. I, Akujin, I'm, I'm, I'm holding my action to throw paint on it. It's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're waiting, and this thing is slowly making its way, and then all of a sudden it rushes you, and it's gonna try and take you down. All right. What is the total of your defense and armor? Five. Five. All right. Which really, it was five before I put on the full riot gear. It's just five now armor. Now relying more on armor and less on defense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So it's going to spend a willpower for its first attack because go big or go home. All right. So it's only at a minus two. Kills me in the first hit. Probably. Hmm. Oh, we're playing Adele rules. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, just comes ripping out of the hedge. That blade barely visible as the tip crosses and finds a joint on Actually, your upper arm. Hang on. Okay. Demon magic. I can do this now. Uh, I'm going to use my fool's guard. Uh, instead of using normal defense, roll strength plus weaponry plus one against the opponent's attack as an instant action. 
Each success reduces the incoming attack, and if successes exceed the the attacker's attack, deal the difference as damage. All right, I would have to re-roll that then, okay, so because you, you're not using your defense, you said? So yeah, you just, you just have my armor, which means you'd have one more dice. Okay. So. Mm -mm. Let me roll that again. Boop. So it's only at a minus one. And you will be making strength and weaponry plus one against this? Yes. Well, it's the same either way. There you go. Uh, which I will spend a willpower on. Oh, okay. Weaponry. It'll be, basically, it'll be making a, an attack with my Zweihander. That will take the place, since that is an instant action, that will take the place of you throwing paint. That's mm -hmm. fine. There are two more people with paint here. Hey. And then I get my turn, so I can then do it. Who can't yeah. see it. Yes, but I get my turn right after it, so I can slash it and then throw paint. Four successes. Uh, so I, deal, right. I deal two damage to it. Does it bleed? <laughs> As the attack comes, uh, the attack comes in, and the the cocked shoulder, I just sort of jerk to the side, uh, abandoning the throw, and just bring the sword down across its chest. Yep, you definitely feel it bite. You haven't, you can't, you would have to take some time to examine your blade to see if it's bleeding. Okay. Uh, but you don't see like red on the snow or anything like that. Got mm. it. All right, so. Yeah, as far as I know, you get your turn after that as well. Yeah. Now I will throw paint on it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and give me a dexterity and athletics. Minus do, 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 two for its defense. Paint don't oh, give a shit about armor. <laughs> power on this as well. Okay. Plus one. So you'll be at a plus one. Two successes. All right. So there is a splash of white paint. Probably about covering what seems to be a shoulder and part of a part of a pectoral. Megan just smiles. Hey, sexy. And that brings us to Sarah, who whips out with a maul. Given the paint, her the minus three goes to a minus one only. Throw more paint on there. We'll see what happens. Okay. I like that I can I can just abandon my deep my my one point of defense with this armor on, and potentially just wreck his day in response every turn. Right. <laughs> Like, Langschwert's a very powerful fighting style. All right. So Long Sarah just steps out of nowhere, swings for the paint, and definitely collides with it. And you guys see the paint jerk to one side. Um, Akujin, from your perspective, this thing's shadow is... The, the cloud of the silhouette has fuzzed slightly. The paint kind of seems to have solidified it somewhat, but there is kind of activity around the edge of it as if it's trying to somehow shed or consume whatever is giving it its marginal level of visibility currently. Get more Megan. paint on it. You hear me yell. 
Yeah, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah decided, fuck this, I, I want to swing. Fair. We'll do paint later if we want. All right. So, Megan, what are you up to? If painted, it's solid. Solid it can be. I understand that. No, no, but that's, if that's... I came out here literally just to throw paint so the two summer cor- you two can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No, that that was me, the player, talking just legit. in general. No, not... absolutely legit. <laughs> um, it wasn't directed. I completely understand. Fuck it, shit. <laughs> so, yep, yep. There, she's she's going in. Okay. Blade. So, given that it is partially visible, uh, you are at a minus five on this. Um. For it, oh no! Wait, it's already had one attack against you. Are at a minus four on this because it's deep. Yeah, but it's it's defense is enough that you'll still have that. So minus. Oh wait, does that reset? No, it resets Sorry. on its turn. You're only at a minus two on this. Minus I'll I'll, two. I'll figure out my shit. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a willpower. Uh, minus two, plus three. Plus one for knife specialization. Uh-huh. That's plus two total right now. Plus two. And that's all I got. Okay. Oh, wait. I should do attack roll first. <laughs> Indeed. Hey. So there's three another three. All right. Hey, we've done a lot of damage to it so far. Yeah, I did two. Mm-hmm. Sarah did three. You did three. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now it's its turn. <clears throat> yep. I will. I will. So Sarah's guard again if it's attacking me. Okay. It is going to use one of its special abilities. <laughs> uh oh. And spend a willpower again. All right, what is just your defense for uh, Akujin? Just my defense? Uh, if just I'm, your defense. If right. I'm using Fool's Guard, nothing. But if I'm not, one. Okay. So are you using Fool's Guard or no? Yeah, I'm using, I don't know what he's doing. Okay. I'm going to use. I'm going to try to uh, strike back. Okay. Four damage as it comes in with a armor bypass strike. And looks like it's getting ready to take a big old chunk out of you. I reduce it by two. All right. So you take two lethal damage as you deflect the blade slightly to one side, but it still bites into your skin. And it continues past and melds back into the thorns about five feet into or about about ten feet into the actual plants itself. Sort of a growl about fucking hit and run tactics. <laughs> it's gone, gets back up. I'm just looking at my blade. Okay. Well, I mean, it's still there. It's oh. just, it's using cover of the plants that don't obstruct it at all to give itself some barrier between you guys. And Got it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Akujin. 
I'm going to ready myself for its charge. And look as at your blade. Uh, yeah, look. Well, I'm bringing my blade up in front of me myself to ready, okay. so I will look at it to see if there's anything there. There is a br- thin brownish liquid. It bleeds um, sli- I just say slightly transparent. Yeah, dripping down the blade toward towards the towards the garden, the grit. And I'm just gonna ready for the. I'm gonna. Do, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm just gonna ready for an attack when it gets close to me. You know what okay. they say about things that bleed. If it bleeds, we can kill it. I'm glad you've seen Predator. What? <laughs> we gotta Sarah, Sarah steps up, readying her her hammer, looking towards shoulder to shoulder with you, Akajin. All right, hammer and anvil. Here we go. So she's got an action readied as well. Megan? Um, Glancing at your blades, you can see the the liquid right. running down those as well. Uh, based on the based on what we what what's left of the paint, how much cover does it have? Is it possible to attack even currently? Uh, yeah, no, you can see where it is. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just you would have to fight through about 10, 10 feet of very sharp, very dense thorns to get to Yeah, it. no, I'm not, not uh, definitely not going to do that. So mm, instead, okay. I pull out my gun and I shoot it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I didn't say I didn't bring the gun. Oh, no, you're f- fair, fair. All right. So with its armor, you're at a minus two. Okay. Uh, plus cover from the the weeds. Yeah, you're at a minus four total for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will definitely spend spend willpower again. Okay. Mm, um, you have a gun specialty as well. One. I do not have a gun <clears throat> specialty. Um. That's the attack. Make sure it's on that. Yep. Well, there. I clipped it. Yep. I will yeah. take that. Yeah. You see the paint flinch. <laughs> Guess what? That doesn't help, fucker. All right. Looks over you. I said I, I I said I wasn't gonna primarily shoot it. That's fine. <laughs> All right. And the last thing it can do, it's going to make a cleaving attack. Let's see. We cleave first. <laughs> <laughs> No, it it gets its action first, and then yeah. you guys react to that. Um, so Sarah is at a oh come on, two plus so minus five for or minus four for Sarah. So this thing rips back out of the the weeds and just swings that great sword laterally wide, trying to hit both. Of the ogres who are standing next to each other. Question: Can yes. I can I fools guard this? Uh, this you will be able to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna instant action. Okay. So it's at minus four with Sarah. Fuck it, why not? It knows what's happening. So it's at minus one for Sarah. Oh. Good thing Sarah's a big girl. It, 
I was going to say, it hits Sarah first, and you just see a spray of red blood just arc out across this thing's blade, part of its body. It's kind of mixing in with the white paint um, as it scores a very, very nasty hit on her. Woof, that is rough. And then Agajin, it's just going straight. Uh, Armor is four. Attack against you. Armor is four. All right. Defense, because I'm parry, because I'm counterattacking. Okay. Five damage to you as well. Jesus hmm. Christ! Yeah, no, this thing just. Power. Now, if you're parrying, of course, that will get reduced somewhat if yeah, you get yeah, any yeah, successes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, two, just one lethal hit that strikes Question. both of you. Yes. Since I'm parrying with a sword and I have specialization in swords, can I add that specialization dice to it? It's a weapon repel, yeah. Right. Uh, eight successes, motherfucker. So it comes through Sarah. Sarah gets knocked aside. I just right. bring up, catch it on the parrying hooks of the of the, right. of the Zweigander, up and then back down as I throw down. the great sword yep. up and bring mine down. <laughs> okay. Which is three, three lethal to him. Three lethal. All righty. And as that happens, sure, I'll give Sarah her swing at it as well as she she t- she takes this hammer and anvil thing fairly seriously. righty. she's at a minus two. Boop. She nicks him. And so as Sarah staggers back from this and whips around using the momentum to just barely clip the edge of the paint. Ahujin, your blade comes up and just sinks deep into the the clavicle, or where you would assume the clavicle on this thing is. Um, And there is a crack of thunder, which is weird to hear in a snowy forest. Usually you don't get thunder and snow at the same time. Um, As this thing... Yeah. Um, As this thing that only Ahujin can fully see, but it twists in on itself and in a burst of, of, of weird energy and the sound echoing through, shaking the snow off of the thorns and the vines nearby, it entirely vanishes, leaving a fragment of metal about three inches long, slightly triangular, very sharp on all edges just thumps into the snow. So, sword hits the ground next to it, probably. Do we all see mm-hmm. that? Yes. All of you can see the fragment just go poof, down onto the snow. Um, Demon, you go poof? Yeah, what the fuck is that? Uh, I'm going to suggest that you not touch it. Probably for the best. I'm going to uh, uh, gloved. Okay. Reach out and carefully pick it up. Because if that was you that was created when you escaped from the hedge, maybe we don't want it interacting with you there. Do I, like, explode when I touch it or anything? 
Give me either my next character. Give me either a dexterity athletics or dexterity larceny, whichever you prefer. Uh, uh, Pick it up without cutting yourself. Athletics. It's all of your edge. That's why it's so sharp. (laughs) Whatever you said did not come through there. I was like, it's the manifestation of edge. Three successes. You very gingerly pick yep. it up. What type of gloves do you have? Uh, I imagine they're like like some kind of like combat, like insulated leather kind of thing yeah. or something like that. Yep, it definitely cuts a shallow gash into the palm of the gloves just a little bit. This thing is razor sharp, but you manage to get it up out of the snow, and it's just sitting flat in the palm of your glove yep. right now. Doesn't seem to be reacting or anything. Uh, anybody got a backpack? A real, real sturdy, cut-proof backpack? Uh, my, I mean, my leather jacket is back in the hollow. It's going to cut right through that. Uh, Sarah reaches down into the snow where it had been discarded and holds up the empty small paint can. Perfect. Tink. False. The cuts through it. <laughs> it's a two-dimensional object. <laughs> Find the lid. Put the yep. lid on. Take the mm-hmm. bang, 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 so it doesn't. So the lid doesn't come off. Yep. Um, yeah, that might be relevant to me, but I'd like to have it looked at first. So. Yeah. No, legit. Um, you want me to hold on to it? Or do you want, do you want, we can just put it in the back of your. Let's put it, let's get it back to the hollow and we'll, we'll have somebody, okay. we'll, we'll bring somebody to it rather than taking it to right. somebody. No, I'm just saying, yeah. do you want me to drive it there or do you want it in the back of your Jeep? How far away do you want it from me? I don't want it too far away from me, no. Okay. Just in case. Make sure it's very strongly secured so it doesn't, you know. Randomly fall out yeah. in the middle of the road. All right. Yeah, no, somewhere, somewhere so you have that secured. You guys go back up into the hollow. Or are you coming back through to the to the real side? Before we do yep. that, okay. stop in the hollow. Um, I look around. Is there any place that I could do the ritual right here? Not really. And you notice that due to the extreme cold in the hedge... The blood has all frozen to your guys' blades at this point. It's going to need to be thawed out. <laughs> what I think it, what I think it would need to be thawed out. It's yeah, on the blade. because you are you you were specifically told by Walter Gray's Echo that you need to take the blood, smear it on the blade and on the palms of your hands, and then break the blade with your bare hands. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're I've, you're gonna need this in some liquid and in some sort of container, and I have to do it in. But the breaking has to happen in the hedge, in the, yep. he- mm-hmm. in, in the hollow, or in the hedge in general. In the hedge in general, okay. hollows are in the yeah, hedge, so. so that's a little bit of a, a loophole. You don't have to necessarily be out in the perilous territory. Uh, when we get back into the hollow itself, does it feel like it's warm enough in here that it would thaw on its own? Potentially. I'm going to 
I'm going to uh, uh, actual uh, I need that lockbox. Uh, I'm going to lean the. F uh, no, 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 I'm not letting go of it. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna walk back out into the reel. Okay. As you walk back through, Butterfly is there, staring at the the, the door that you guys step through. Hey, cutie. She holds you a. She holds you. Uh, she hands you a measuring cup, a, a a pint measuring cup from the kitchen. Akujin. Thank you. She nods. Step back into the hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Megan? No, that's just a reaction okay. <laughs> right now. All right. So you step back into the hollow and begin collecting the blood yeah, yeah, yeah. into some sort of container. Yep. Meanwhile, Liss, were you up to anything in particular while they were inside doing the interview? Yeah, she was kind okay. of, it's part of a row house, so it's on mm -hmm. both sides, it's it's uh, yeah. mm -hmm. connected. It's san sandwiched in structurally between two other row houses, yep. How, is is it fairly close to get around to the backside, or would I have yeah, to go away? Two, three minutes walk, maybe. Hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, I basically wanted to kind of uh, go around either side of the house and see what I can see as far as anything, any sign of contact being attempted. Gracie, according to the, the stuff we found, wasn't able to get a message through. So she's probably looking particularly for things that looks like it's blocking that because she's trying and Liz is, is aware that it is possible to like send messages that way. So trying to see if there's mm -hmm. anything that would prevent it basically. Okay. Um, give me an intelligence and a cult. Okay. Eh, nothing. So looking around, you know you because most of autumn was based around most of your autumn season was based around this Cutting the reel off from the hedge is basically impossible. Yeah. You can't stop that, um, or 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 permanently block it in any in any meaningful way. Um, as you're looking around, the main object that or the main aspect that would would make it difficult here is you're not seeing a ton of places that could function as a hedge gate. You know, you need something that qualifies as more or less a passage or a frame mm -hmm. for the door that you're trying to open. Um, like, there's there's some chain link fence down here. It's an alley that runs between uh, the the two rows of row houses, like most parts of of Baltimore row house areas are. Um, mostly, what's back here though is drifted snow, trash cans. Um, some some fences and that sort of thing, but it's mostly just kind of open space uh, with a little bit of rear access to to the various row houses on either side. Okay, and then since they've they're in there a while, um, basically after she does kind of like that one loop, she's gonna mm -hmm. do a second one with her third eye open. Okay, what we can give see. me a wits and composure then. All right, 
And this is the thing that I have minus one on now, right? Yes, yes because yes. you have low clarity. Hmm. Yes, I'm going to spend a willpower on this then. Okay, so you're at a plus two. Sweet. Five successes. Nice. All right. With an exceptional success. You cast it, you, you find something bright to look at, mm, mm -hmm. and then wait for your, your after image to sort of manifest and coalesce. And you begin casting your third eye around, trying to pick up on anything significant or useful. It's hard to, to pick out a, a particular focus on this. Most of the snow back here is pretty pretty unobstructed not a ton of of movement the only real breaks in it are a couple of sets of tire tracks either from utility vehicles like garbage trucks or something driving down here uh or maybe just uh just some passenger vehicles as well standard commuter fare and then suddenly that i contracts and there's something and you're trying to keep keep tabs on which house you're behind as you're walking up and down this alley there's something in one of those tire ruts that needs to be seen you walk towards it focusing as best you can and there are a number of footprints Most of them are kind of standard human size. Some of them smaller, like kids have been back here in their snow boots or something, just walk using the tire ruts as more or less a broken trail. But the part that your eye is pointing toward, suddenly you see one small footprint and one very large footprint moving as though they're part of the same tread. The larger one is two or three times the size of the smaller one. And there's like a full boot tread. And then a number of little indents slightly further out from where the toe ends. Like talons? Yeah. Almost. Or as though... Somebody was wearing a shoe that was too small for their foot, so they cut it open at the toe, uh -huh. and their actual toes are poking out further and leaving their own little prints as part of this footprint. <sighs> okay. I'm going to attempt to take a photograph of it with my phone. Give me intelligence and computer. Here we go. For uh, Liz, I'm going to say you need two successes. I, uh, that's a chance die. <laughs> well, if it's a chance die, you only need one success. Okay. Liz is not good at... Hey! You got it! Hey! You managed to take a photo. Huh? <laughs> so you point it at the snow, and you can click, click, click. You just keep hitting that button. Mm -hmm. Until until you feel satisfied. Okay. Okay. 
Stick that in your pocket. Look at it. And yeah, that the, those weird footprints seem to be focused because they, they sort of they go down the tire tracks and then they mm-hmm. stop and turn slightly as if whoever left them was looking at the back of what you th- are pretty sure is Gracie's dad's house. Okay. And then they continue down the tire track maybe a little wh- bit longer and then just stop dead with no particular evidence of where they would have ended up. Oh, okay. And I'm probably gonna sort of linger there and try and see what I can see through the window from that angle. Um, I may have to climb the fence slightly to get as high as I think this thing might be, but I'm looking to see what... I'm trying to look at the back of Gracie's dad's yeah. house and see if yeah, anything's visible see, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, give me a wits and composure again. Okay. With a minus one for your clarity. Yep. One. Mainly what you can see from that angle, uh, where the, where the stop was, is what you're pretty sure from the gap in the curtains is probably his bathroom. Okay. Okay. It hasn't been that long. They're still in there. This is fine. Um, I'm going to try. There's no. How. How disturbed is the snow kind of back here? If I basically I'm thinking of going up to the window, but I think Liz is aware enough at this point that leaving tracks is maybe not a good idea. That to yeah. be aware of, like, is this so the space gonna... the space between the fence and the 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 house itself is completely unbroken snow. You would definitely leave tracks. Shoot! Do you realize that if you sneak up and you peek in, this is where you see the secret murder basement, and then turn around to see somebody there who gets pulls back, and then everything goes black. Just in time for, and then we'll see you next week. You're not playing Liz Adele doesn't anymore. Watch those me. movies, but <laughs> no, I'm not. I have seen movies though and TV shows. Also, I'm in the uh, hedge, so I'm not there to do that. I look down at my feet. I mean, they're not like they're not really distinctive. Not really. I mean, they're about kid sized. Yeah. Say, it might as well be a it's it might fun. as well be a big neon sign that says Gracie was here. <laughs> uh I'm gonna I'll sneak up. I'm gonna do a bad decision, yeah. All right, give me oh, a dexterity yeah. and stealth. Liz is gonna yeah. do a bad decision, huh? So it's <laughs> a day that ends in Y. I was gonna say <laughs> Stealth, there we go. Let's. Hmm. Oh, we're just going to do it. Three successes. Hey! Three successes. All right. Yep. Yep. So you slip over and quietly as you can creep through the snow, which is about eight to 12 inches deep. Uh, up to. Are you going up to the back stairs or to the window, which is the probably. The window. 
yeah, yeah. Okay. So the window is definitely above your head. Um, but you are up against the back of the house, right underneath the window. Mm, can is it? Is there a like a, a lip that I can kind of give me on? a give me a strength and athletics? That's not my strong suit. Okay. Nope, it's not. But that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, there's not anything. Yeah. There's willpower. There's willpower. I'm gonna use willpower. Two successes. So you jump, grab, and very slowly, with only a little bit of toes scraping against the wall, pull yourself up to look through the bathroom window. Mm-hmm. Everything you hoped it would be. As you look through, the first thing you notice is that the wallpaper directly on the 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 wall opposite from where you're looking seems to have been distressed in some manner it's hanging in long ribbons down with revealing the the drywall underneath as though someone has been at it with a knife or a razor blade repeatedly over and over and over this isn't just a single incision in but it's just been absolutely destroyed <sighs> all around this bathroom mirror oh jeremy you're because right. you're looking in because you're looking through the the window at a bathroom sink a little bit of a vanity mm-hmm. mirror and the the wallpaper on either side has just been shredded and as you look into the mirror usually when you look into a mirror you can kind of see your mean and your mask kind of blending together and you can sort of focus on whichever one you're trying to to see right this one does not show your mask at all just your mean in stark contrast you can see your entire fey being and as you're looking, because you pulled yourself up to about chin height, so you should be able to just see the top of your head, your reflection in the mirror pulls up the rest of the way. Yep. Standing on the sill. And then a hand comes in and around the frame of the mirror. Yep. As it Getting lunges forward at you. And that's where we're going to close for the night. Oh, you haven't dropped yet. Ah! You haven't dropped yet. You haven't dropped yet. (laughs) Okay. That's where we're ending for the night. Ah! Too long, Liz. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.